This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Oh my gosh, back in the studio, back in the saddle with the one and the only Stu Brigier. Yeah. What a show. Woo. What, yeah. What a show. Uh, we, we talked to a few truckers uh, today about uh, them not going to New York. How do you feel about that? I mean, it's uh, it's going to make an impact if they actually are able to keep it, it together, keep it right? Together. They, they only do it for basically a week to send a message, and if they do that, why, why, why would they only do it for a week? I mean, I guess I think they're trying to hit a limited goal, and th- yeah, this okay. is something we have learned with the Bud yeah. Light protests and such. Focus. Okay. Don't. Uh, what about every other beer in the world? What if we do all that? <laughs> yeah, I know you could, but if you do focus. that, you got to focus and stay on a yes. a mark here. Yeah. You know, it's it's it, when you're coming down, mm-hmm. you, you know, the little trench there, and you're going toward yeah. the place where there's a big hole that inexplicably leads to something that blows up the Death Star. Yeah. Keep your focus. 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 Keep going. But, keep going. But I do think it's interesting that uh, this could, because I mean, at the very least, it will be impactful to New Yorkers who will see their prices go up even farther they may see supply chain disruptions and at some point you have to come back fight fire with fire uh it's still uh it, uh, unlike i think the op uh, the attacks on trump there these are much more uh respectable it's a respectable yeah. fire it but is. it is you, a- ha- you have to use what power you have yeah and it's it's not even uh disobeying it's not you know civil disobedience nope. it's just like i'm not going to do that job and truckers are so wanted right now Right now, maybe they can hold this going for a while. We'll see. A lot of truckers said, first time I heard about it over the weekend, didn't know if it was actually real until they were listening to the podcast today. So we'll see. Lear Capital is a sponsor of the broadcast. Enormous economic upheaval headed our way right now. Nothing like we've ever seen before. The conditions that are this volatile, precious metals can make the difference between protecting your retirement or losing it. Uh, Lear Capital makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into gold and silver IRA. Best part is no tax penalties to do this. Um, It's really easy. Lear can walk you through it in three simple steps. So give Lear Capital a call today and ask for their free wealth protection guide. There's no obligation. You know, you just say, I just want the wealth protection guide. You read that, you study it, you talk to your spouse, pray on it and see if it's right for you. With over $3 billion in trusted transactions, thousands of five-star reviews, and 24-hour risk-free purchase guarantee, Lear is the precious metals leader that you can trust. Get your free wealth protection guide, and Lear will also credit your account $250 towards your purchase. So call today at 800-889-3070. 800-889-3070. Lear Capital. Now, here's the podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Well, 
hello, Stu. How are you? I'm wonderful, Glenn. Everything's going perfectly in it the country. Really, and it's going to be mm-hmm. interesting to just sit back and watch how this all works out, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. We're probably going to be happy ending, too. Yeah. A uh, New York judge fined Donald Trump and the Trump Organization $350 million on Friday. According to the New York Times, Justice Arthur Engeron ruled the former president is liable for conspiring to manipulate his net worth. Now, let me just say, this is what happens all the time. This is a uh, this is something that is a victimless crime because the bank even testified. We know that people do that all the time. That's why we have a whole division that goes and verifies. We'd be a pretty bad bank if we just took everybody's word for it. We have a service that goes out and verifies, and then we come back and say, all right, is it this? Is it that? And then they look at the person borrowing the money. In Donald Trump's case, they testified he has always been a great risk, and he paid the entire loan off. So there is no victim here. But they decided to prosecute Anyway, and they did it just to run his bank account and make sure that he doesn't have enough money to run for president of the United States. This is really sick on what's going on in this country. Now, Hochul has come out and said New Yorkers who are business people have nothing to worry about because they're very different than Donald Trump. Yeah, they're not running for president against the progressives. She said she she all but admitted that her attorney general, uh, Letitia James, the civil case on Donald Trump was a partisan affair. In an interview with a local radio host, Hochul told uh, other New York business owners that they have nothing to worry about and they will not be targeted by the attorney general's office. Well, why? If this is a crime and it's good for Donald Trump, why wouldn't you be checking into all other businesses? Why would you go on the air to say this isn't going to affect any other business? Why? Because she's afraid that other businesses will now know, oh, wait a minute, if I'm on the wrong side, then the state can come after us. This is why America has been successful for so long. We have a justice system that you can count on. You don't have it changing back and forth. You don't have uh, uh, you don't have to play the game with the state. Our laws were written into stone, and if you play by the laws, you're fine. They can't get you on a witch hunt like they can in third world countries. So you know, if they railroad Donald Trump. They can certainly railroad you. I was just up in uh, Connecticut, and unfortunately, Connecticut, I think, you know, God bless these guys who are still standing up, but there's no way. Connecticut's lost. New York is probably lost. And I'm not one to balkanize the country. I think this is really bad. We have to stay and fight for as long as we can. But there, there is something to say to fall back and reinforce I'm going to show you today that in the next four years, Texas will be lost if we don't wake up in Texas right now. Once you lose Texas, you've lost the republic. It's like losing California. 
Not going to get that one back. If you lose Texas, you lose the country. And it's going to happen before 2024. And I'll tell you why and what to do about it if you're in Texas. But it is time to reinforce. It is, it's, it's also time to take a stand. Uh, one of the best things I have heard in a long time, and I'd love to talk to truckers. If you're a trucker and you're going to participate in this, I'm not going to ask your name. Just uh, call us up, 888-727-BECK. If you're one of the truckers that are refusing now to drive to New York City after the $355 million fraud ruling on Donald Trump. Uh, a conservative social media influencer and trucker who goes by Chicago Ray posted a video clip in which he claims some of his colleagues are going to stop making deliveries to New York City to protest the ruling. I've been on the radio talking to drivers of the past hour, and I've talked to about 10 drivers, and they're going to start refusing loads to New York City starting on Monday. So does that include any drivers that are listening to me now? 888-727-BECK. They're going to refuse to make deliveries to New York uh, and uh, maybe other states, but they're starting with New York City. I don't know how far across the country how many truckers are going to start denying loads to New York City, but I'll tell you what, uh, they can just keep doing this and they'll find out. Truckers said the bosses aren't going to care if we deny the loads. We'll just go someplace else. Do you know how hard it is to get into New York City? He said, screw that. I'm boy, I'm editing here like crazy. He, <laughs> he speaks like a truck driver. He said 95 per tra- uh, uh, percent of truckers support the former president, uh, which has been viewed now by 4.6 million people, received more than 50,000 likes just since Friday. And this story broke. This story was out yesterday in the New York Post. Um, I, I think this is this is the way to do business. This is the way to fix things that I said this before. Um, you want to fix Coca-Cola? The Coca-Cola distributors. Those are all local. Those are all local. If somebody says, you know what, I, I'm not going to take Coca-Cola and calls the local distributors, they're done. Coca-Cola is done. The same thing with New York City. New York City is, I mean, I just talked to somebody who said, you know, they're really starting to change. It's really a different city. And I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, murder rates up. Everything is up. Uh, I wouldn't live there. I don't know anybody who would live there. But it's getting really bad. I'm not going to mention the name of this restaurant, but there was a kind of a cheers kind of bar in New York. And uh, it was run by a Jewish guy. And he put up the American flag and the Jewish flag on October 7th. And a lot of his patrons uh, said, you know, this is outrageous. How dare you? You know, we're not coming here again. And he said, fine. And they're still up. And it's now becoming this conservative cheers. It's kind of becoming where all the conservatives are hanging out. The problem is there's not enough conservatives in Manhattan to keep that place going as, as it was before when everybody would come. But it's time that the other side feels the effects of, of what they're trying to do. California is 
doing, passing all kinds of laws that are going to affect us. Well, I don't want to play by the California laws. That's why I don't live in California. I'd like to have the sunshine. I'd like to have the weather. I'd like to have the beach. I don't because their people that they vote in are insane. So let California be California. They can do whatever they want, but they've learned that if they pass bills, then it will affect other businesses. And it is time for those businesses to say, well, then I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do work in California. What would happen if one refinery said, you know what? I'm not going to make gas for California. This blend that they have done, I'm not doing it anymore. We can save so much money and I'll apply that money to make our gas from our refinery for the rest of the country cheaper. You think that refinery would have a hard time? I don't think so. I don't know because I don't know the numbers. The same thing with the truckers. They're going to get truckers to do it. But who? And how much will it cost? Now, the truckers are going to be called all kinds of names, but you know what? It's time somebody stands. It is time people that can make a a stand peacefully and peacefully resist. And that's what the trucker boycott would be, peaceful resistance. I don't have to take your loads. And what will happen? The government will become more oppressive. Yes, you have to take the loads. And what will that do? Wake even more people up. All right, back to the podcast in 60 seconds. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is my company. Let me ask you a question. What are you truly an expert at? Usually we'll have one, maybe two things if we're really good at something and lucky. We have a hobby that we're okay at maybe. Everything else, we kind of suck at it. It's better to get a professional. With that in mind, When you're looking to buy or sell your home, you need to get a real estate agent who is truly an expert at it. But I suck at even knowing what the expert is supposed to do besides sell my house. I don't know how that works. That's where realestateagentsitrust.com. We pair you with the highest selling, best real estate agents in your area. They're serious, full-time professionals who know all of the best practices to take your real estate game to the top. Most, if not all of them, are fans of the show, so you're going to get along with them fine. If you're ready to take that step of buying or selling a home right now, don't do it without the help you really, really need. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Now, back to the podcast. This is the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Kirk Cameron is in with us again. He's actor and uh, producer, and he's got uh, something to announce today. Hi, Kirk. How hey, are you? Hey, doing great. Good. Great to see you. Good to have you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I, I'm hearing you talk about the, the rebuilding of parallel economies and channels for the rebuilding of society and the you know the the, the restoration of family and this country and. I'm so excited to be talking with you because you've done such a great job of that right here with Mercury and the Blaze and, and all of that. And and I feel like I may be on the brink of maybe one of the most important projects I've ever worked on. And that is uh, I've partnered with Brave Books and together we are making a brand new one of a kind children's television program. 
Love it. So uh, the power of story is just unbelievably strong. Yep. And uh, some, of the, some of the new studies and articles that I've just uh, been, been reading about is, is unbelievable. You know, numbers of children who are now identifying themselves as either gay, lesbian, transgender, bisexual, non-binary, queer is now up like 4,000%. It's doubled in Gen Z from the millennial generation, and it's just spiking crazy. And it's because of the story that they are hearing all the time. So so check out this interesting study. They took 140 undergraduate college students, broke them into two groups, and said, you guys read Twilight, the book series about vampires, and you guys read Harry Potter, Sorcerer in the Stone, about witchcraft and magic. And after about a half an hour, they asked them these questions. And the people who read the Harry Potter, they rated themselves higher in their abilities toward telekinesis than the rest of the general population. Mm. The ability to move stuff with their mind. And those right. who had w- read Twilight believed that their the length of their teeth was longer than the length of the That's general population's crazy. teeth. And so what that's telling us is... Story has not only the power to ignite your imagination, but teleport you into other realms of belief and shape your reality. And then you want to identify with the characters you like. And that's what these kids are doing. Um, Hollywood has given our generation a national identity crisis and put ideas in their mind and tapped into people's uh, um, instinct to want to emulate those heroes and if we're not controlling the stories, if we're not at least telling the best stories, we're not giving our kids a chance. So we think it's important to be the ones telling the stories to our children. That's why God gave children to parents, not to Hollywood, not to public schools, not to the government. And we need to tell the stories. And that's why I'm leaning in to this brand new children's show. If you don't think that stories matter, ask yourself, why is the number one priority to destroy the American heritage story. Why? Because it's how we survive. You can talk about anything, but you tell a great story. You identify with it. You begin to live it. You understand the world around you. The American story has been dismantled, and now the human story is being dismantled. So what's the name of the, the show? So this show is called Adventures with Iggy and Mr. Kirk. (laughs) And it's so cool because it's a live action children's show. Um, So think of like the timeless biblical moral values of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, only greatly modernized, high energy, uh, with embedded, beautiful animated stories inside uh, together with uh, humors and humor and uh, surprise guest stars at every turn with every episode. So, what is the uh, age you're targeting? Uh, this is for little kids. I would say from like three and four up to like seven and eight. So, this is to uh, go directly against Sesame Street. This. In fact, we've got one of the puppeteers who created Iggy the Puppet, who worked on Sesame Street with Jim Henson and the Muppets, wow. and uh, is is one of the guys who is uh, an apprentice to the creator of Elmo. And so we've got this phenomenal team, uh, and and so like I said, it's a mixture of live action together with with Muppet puppet stuff and animation, and the animation is going to be telling stories 
uh, that take place on Freedom Island. And they're teaching lessons about First and Second Amendment. They're teaching lessons about the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, kindness, peace. Also, gender reality and the dangers of socialism and CRT. These are all embedded mm. into this television show, which is unique to our generation because Mr. Rogers didn't have to warn children about uh, and, and explain to them that elephants cannot be birds. But we do. <laughs> we do. Right. Because we have uh, a... A vulture named culture in our stories that are warping reality for the animals on Freedom Island and mm. and getting them to identify in ways that will destroy their family and their community. And so children are going to learn these principles. They're going to be pulled together into family time and, and families are just going to love it. I, I think this could be the most important project that I've worked on. I think it is. What uh, Where do you watch it? Well, we're going to record the first two seasons. Um and then we're going to air five of them on YouTube, Rumble, everywhere where it's free. And then we're going to invite people to come into the family and see all of the episodes. And in order to do this, um, we've got to raise funds to pay for this. We want to do what The Chosen did. We don't want to tie ourselves to Hollywood or to some big streaming platform that's going to have strings attached to their yep. money. We Answer to the audience the cons- only. That's right. We want to build this ourselves. And so we need to uh, raise the funds. We need to make it. I'm all in. We've got the team. We know just what to do. And uh, we're now announcing it today on your program that we are launching a children's show called Adventures with Iggy and Mr. Kirk. And uh, so how do you get involved? How do, how do people? Pe- yes. Pe- so people can get involved. Go to watchbrave.com. Watchbrave.com. Uh, Brave Books and I, we're the ones who've been going to the libraries, reading the kids' books, uh, Contra, the Drag Queen Story Hours. Uh, We've been challenging Scholastic and their pornographic woke machine that is indoctrinating kids, um, finding alternatives for schools and their book fairs. And now Brave and I are making this TV show. So if you want to help us, we need your help. We can't do it without you. Go to watchbrave.com. I tell you, it is... um... It feels like we get our head handed to us almost every day. Something else, and they have infiltrated everything. And they laid quiet for a long, long time. Uh, But when you look at, especially in this industry, your industry, my industry, the last 10 years, people have not been sitting on their laurels and doing nothing about it except whining. It's reason why that they are talking so much about disinformation and misinformation and Mm -hmm. trying to... You know, silence people like you, silence people like me, anybody who disagrees with the administration or the woke left, they're going to try to destroy. Look at the difference between what we were producing 15 years ago Mm -hmm. and what we're able to produce now. It's totally different. I mean, I, I think we've looked at these defeats and these setbacks and we don't take enough time to go, yes, but look what God's doing. Look what is happening. Yes. Yes. Boy, I, I, I agree. Um, you, you mentioned setbacks. Um, when I look at history, I see that it is often during the times of the setbacks that people, you know, they, they grab their head and they say, oh, what have we done? Oh my gosh, this, this, I, I didn't think this would happen this quickly, this fast. Well, you know, it, it's been kind of a slow fade for a while. And now all of a sudden the light bulb goes on and people say, we've got to do something. And, and I think that great awakenings 
have happened about every 50 years. You go back and you look through history. We've had a couple in this country mm-hmm. already, and they happen during times of, of moral decline, spiritual apathy, political corruption, and economic collapse. I think we're there right now. What if this national setback is really a divine setup for a spiritual comeback led by the family of faith? It has to be. It has to be. I mean, you know, um, Billy Graham told me once, uh, he said, Glenn, it's, I said, where's the next Billy Graham? Billy, where, where's the next Abraham Lincoln? Where's the next George Washington? He said, yeah. Glenn, it's not going to happen that way. He said, the Lord's going to talk to individuals this time. He's tired of people like me getting credit, he said. Uh, so mm-hmm. you're going to talk to individuals, and they're all just going to do their little part. And he said, pretty soon the lights come on, and you will see a mosaic of something that could have only been mm-hmm. done by the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Oh, man, I love that. Yeah. I, I love that visual illustration right there. And, and, I, and I believe it. God often as I look through the scriptures, seems to use nobodies from nowhere with oh, yeah. nothing to offer, but a heart fully surrendered to him. Right. And they do their thing in the corner, and then God amplifies it in the open. Yeah. You know, it's, you, it's, it's amazing. You look at Joseph, you know, the, 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 the runt of the litter, and he gets thrown right. into a pit and sold as a slave, and he ends up in prison. And then he's, he's second in command to the whole world right. and saves everybody. Right. You know, or King it's, David, whatever. It's, uh, I, I've seen it in my own life where... Uh, I try to do it my way, and God will let you. When you think you can do it yourself, he'll let you, and then you'll figure it out eventually. Um, And everything that I did that was bad, that I thought God could never forgive me for, he's made those things in some ways a strength that I understand people who are in that place in their life. Mm. I can speak to those people in a completely different way. And it's amazing to me how God... There's just no waste, and anybody who's saying that, well, I, I can't be redeemed or I have nothing, you really do. You really do. You just have to surrender. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. I'm still learning that. Uh, I'm 53 years old. I've been in Hollywood my whole life, and, and uh, as a producer and, and as a writer, I tend to try to determine outcomes of the audience so that we're successful with our projects. And, and I'm realizing that I'm, I'm really, God is a much better script writer than I am. He's much better at producing and determining outcomes than oh, I yeah. am. I just have to play my role well. Yeah. If I could, if I learn that lesson, I think I'm going to have a better marriage. I think I'm going to be a better dad. And I think I can do more for my country. And it's a lot easier. <laughs> it's so much easier than fighting for your way. That's right. You know. You're listening to the best of Glenn Beck. Check out the full show podcast to listen to the rest of this interview. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, uh, welcome to the program, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, we have so many things to uh, talk about, but I think the most important thing that I want to get to first is the Court of Criminal Appeals. Texas is a weirdo state, and most states, I think 40, 48 of them, don't have this, Um it's it's like a Supreme Court, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but what is its jurisdiction? What do they do exactly? So, so there, we're very. You are. We are a little weird. I think there's only one other state like us that has a bifurcated system where half. The, well, the some of the cases go to the Texas Supreme Court. All the civil cases, and if you have a on your final appeal it, for a criminal case, it's the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals. So it's split. 
and most Texans are not aware of this nine-member court that is all Republican. And most Republicans, even the most educated, don't know who's on that court. So this is becoming very, very important, and especially, and you'll know this in really deep red states, uh, states like Utah, just because it says Republican does not mean they're a Republican. In Texas, a lot of times, Democrats just switch to Republican um, because they know they can get elected with an R behind their name. And then you also have these horrible Republicans who are, you know, uh, Republican in name only, as we know to be rhinos. Um, and that's who's really on. There's some that are, are good, but there's a few of these guys on this court, and it is stopping the attorney general's office now from prosecuting any kind of election fraud, which is a new thing, is it not, Ken? Uh, yeah. So this statute was passed by the legislature legally under their constitutional role for, to pass legislation and direct the attorney general to do whatever they wanted to do. And they did that in 1951. We prosecuted literally we had a, almost a thousand cases being prosecuted when they struck this down two years ago. Uh, it was suddenly struck down out of the blue, and they made the argument that it was unconstitutional, violation of separation of powers, because I'm in the executive branch, for me as attorney general to be in court. If they're right, every every uh, court prior to them, every case, really every attorney general in the country is violating the Constitution and has since the founding of our country. If this nine-member court that voted 8-1 suddenly out of the blue to strike this uh, law down. How did that happen? I think, honestly, it's it's nine members. Nobody knows who they are. We have one good one, Kevin Urey, and they waited till two days after the filing deadline two years ago to run against them. So we could not uh, f- put up candidates last time. So they, they got a two, two-year pass. They thought we'd forget about it. They thought they'd have me out. And because George Soros has put his DAs in the liberal counties, I believe he is funding, along with uh, a group called Texans for Lawsuit Reform, funding yeah. these candidates to ensure that we can't prosecute voter fraud in Texas. Okay, so um, there were th- there's a three-prong approach going on here in Texas to turn Texas blue. The first thing is George Soros coming in and getting the DAs in all of the big counties. Um, the second thing is get rid of our attorney general and get somebody that won't fight back. And the uh, third thing is the Court of Appeals. And it, I, could, I could probably flip those last two and make the Court of Appeals and then coming after you and trying to get you out as the, uh, as the, the, the final step. Um, they've already got now the first step done. They have the Court of Appeals now. They failed on getting rid of you. But th- if this doesn't change in the Court of Appeals, you can't bring up any uh, fraud charges for anything in Houston, Dallas, or wherever it is. But these main uh, DAs are the only ones that can bring up fraud charges. Well, if they're Soros people, that's not going to happen. And, and what- they are Soros people. I've watched, I watched Soros unelect Democrats that were prosecuting all kinds of different crimes. He came in and put progressives in who won't prosecute much of anything, including voter fraud. So they've got that piece in place. I believe right now they have quarter criminal appeals in place, and they're coming after me again. I have another trial, just like Trump in April, that has been sitting there for nine years, and the quarter criminal appeals moved me out of my home county, which is Republican, to Harris County, which is Democrat. 
and Democratic judges all the way up and obviously Democratic jury. And why did they do that? Because after nine years, they decided they still need to get rid of me because the impeachment didn't work. The election, the attempted uh, knocking me out in the election and even having the federal government come after me, none of that's worked. It is it is amazing to me, this this legal warfare. And I, I heard about this maybe eight years ago that they were starting to look into ways to go against uh, anybody who stands against them with the court system. And I thought, well, that's interesting, but we'll, you know, we have, you know, we have judges and we have juries and everything else. It doesn't matter if they pick the court, it doesn't matter. That's exactly right. And think for this, but for these criminal cases, they've moved me into, they've moved me into Harris County where my chances are much less at winning and especially, with a, you know, if we have a Democratic jury pool and Democratic judges and then the Court of Criminal Appeals has the final say, uh, I would say my chances aren't very good. I think they've done the same thing to Trump. They put him in very liberal places like New York or Fulton County where the process is slanted against you heavily. And it makes it and it's also obviously very expensive. Trump has resources that I don't have. So that's the other thing. They they try to drain you financially so you yes. cannot fight. And unfortunately, it's not just the Democrats. This is the Karl Rove, you know, slash Bush wing of our party. And it, it, it involves the, the Dick Weeklies of the world with Texans for Lawsuit Reform and other liberal groups that seem like they're Republican, but they're, they're, not, they're not on our side. So the Texas for Lawsuit Reform, correct me if I'm wrong, used to be uh, conservative. It was a conservative group. But yes. now the billionaires are involved, and Dick Weekly is one of them. He's a construction guy, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, he and Carl Rove and uh, another guy, um, gosh, what's his name? Uh, Dennis um, Calabrese. Calabrese. Um, these three kind of really make the meat of the Texas lawsuit reform. One goes out, raises a lot of money. A couple of them do, actually. Uh, the other guy is the strategist. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't Calabrese, didn't he go? He was part of the no-bail uh, action, wasn't he? Yeah, so he was helping work uh, the, uh, I think it's called the Truman Foundation. Oh, no, Arnold Foundation. Yeah. Very progressive group on criminal matters, and he was working with them until he was accused of tax evasion, went to federal prison, but then he also was sued by the Arnold Foundation for taking some of their money, and uh, there was a judgment against him for, I think, $8.5 million. And then suddenly that judgment gets paid, and he's back working with Dick Weekly and Texans for Lawsuit Reform. So, who paid that, yes, who paid that $8.5 million judgment? I have no idea. It was mm. all... Maybe it was uh, Hunter Biden's art you friends. Can always, uh, you can guess. Yeah. Okay, so he goes back to work... Now, he's for embezzlement. He's a, a criminal for embezzlement. He was part of the move to get all of these, uh, all the bails dropped. Why is a so-called conservative group and conservative like Dick Weekly? why are they bringing him in? Well, that's a good question, except if you look at where they're headed now. I mean, they've, they've focused on taking out Republicans. They tend to fund now. They'll they'll fund Republicans, but they give them so much money that they're beholden to them. And they're not necessarily a conservative group anymore. Their original purpose was to stop lawsuit abuse. And now they branched into all kinds of things. They're supporting, they're putting millions of dollars behind uh, the speaker who's controlled by the Democrats. And then they they give all of uh, all of his people, you know, millions of dollars and they control the Texas legislature. And it ends up not representing the voters because now the voters 
don't, they don't even need their money. The, the House members don't even need their money because so much of it's coming from Texans for lawsuit reform and a group called ART, Associated Republicans of Texas, which Carl Rove is very involved with. So they're, they're, they all work together. Carl Rove, we know him uh, quite well. He's, uh, he's always a great helper. Um, all right. So who are the judges that are going up for election this year? And this is going to be a tough one because nobody knows what the Court of Criminal Appeals is. When you look at judges, you don't know. You don't know how who these judges are nine out of 10 times. And people will look and they'll go, I don't know. It's a Republican. Uh, it's an independent. I, I don't know. I'll vote for the And you just guess. So you got three exactly people right. coming up, and Texans have got to know these names. That's exactly right. I think this is the most important election I've ever been involved in. I mean, even my election. These three judges, if we can't turn this court, we will not be able to prosecute voter fraud, and we will be Georgia, we will be Arizona, we will be Wisconsin. We will have the same result. I was able to stop that with my great team last time, but this, this is where we're headed in the next couple of years. If no one that cares about voter fraud actually gets to prosecute it. And so Gina Parker, the three people that we want to elect, Gina Parker, Lee Finley, and David Shank. And I'm going to repeat them one more time. Gina Parker, David Shank, and Lee, fin- Lee Finley. And, and it starts, voting starts February 20th, which is this coming Tuesday, early voting. And March oh, 5th is the, uh, is the final election. So this is really critical that people on your show from Texas spread the word. And if you're not from Texas, realize if we don't hold on to Texas – I mean, we are in trouble nationally. We can't win elections nationally. This is the number one thing that people say to me, you know, Glenn, if we can't go after voter fraud, if we can't clean it up, and I mean clean it up on our side if there is any or their side, just fair voting. If we can't prosecute this, if we can't go after it, then we have no trust in the elections. And how do you have a republic? Well, you don't. You don't. In Texas, this is the solution to this. If you can get three people, Gina Parker, Lee Finley, and David Shank, if you can get those three onto the board of criminal appeals, court of criminal appeals, there's a chance that this thing can be overturned. And the attorney general, didn't you have almost like 400 cases of voter fraud here in Texas going on? So we had over 600 counts that we were prosecuting at the time they struck it down. All those got dismissed. We had a 392 investigations that got, had to be halted because of this decision out of the blue with no, you know, totally surprising us. So, no, we are not prosecuting. There's not a single case that I know of in Texas now being prosecuted, not a single voter fraud case by a single DA in this in this state. Maybe there's one, maybe there's two, but I can guarantee you they are not. not this is not being prosecuted in Texas anymore. God, that's bad. That's yep. really bad. That's really bad. But we can fix it. If this election goes the right way, then it'll, we'll still be down 5-4, but we'll be sending the message to the legislature, fix this, and the Court of Criminal Appeals will realize we're coming to get the next ones if they don't fix this decision. Well, the same money behind these guys, if this is accurate, would be the people behind the uh, Speaker of the House, who is just a nightmare. A nightmare. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And you're going to see money spent on these races for the first time by the other side. And because they know that we're getting the word out. And so you're going to see these TV ads supporting these incumbent Texas Court of Criminal Appeals judges. We've, I've never seen money spent in these races, but we're going to see it. And Texans for Lawsuit Reform and other groups affiliated with them are going to be involved. Stu, we need some something like a jingle 
for Gina Parker, Lee Finley, and David Shank. We, <laughs> like need some, we need something. I don't know how. I don't know how you make those names stick, but we need a jingle that we can play every day. I'll work mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, <laughs> you'll work on that? Good. Okay, good. We'll work on it too, Ken. I don't know how. If you, as an audience, can somebody come up with something catchy that helps people remember? Because you got a week. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D.